An excerpt from On the History of the City Seraphel, an Introduction to History, by Librarian Emeritus Dr. Barius Solf, Priest of the Holy Texts. One might easily decide that the history of Seraphel as we know it today properly begins with the founding of the office of the Noble Protector after the revolution overthrowing nobility, or perhaps the beginning of said noble dynasty, or even the creation of the library faith. But this is not the case. The history of Seraphel cannot be pinned to a single set of people or foundations of particular buildings, not some document or book, even. Heavens forbid. No, the true founding of Seraphel does not even have a particular date. This city was born the day some soul with a fishing rod pulled up a strange-looking catch and blunted their blade trying to cut it open. Seraphel's history begins, but of course, with the rockfish. Play podcast dedicated on to let's have Sam do it. Yes, <laughs> yes, there you go. Yep. Welcome to Diceology, an actual play podcast focused on telling you stories in an anthology format. We're here for the role playing and not the rolling. Wait, and the rolling? Did you change this? This has been changed. That was changed through all of Eleven Jump Gates. We Sam. roll now. Oh, yeah. This has been changed. This has been changed for like. A long time. Do you want to keep that? Yeah, we're like gonna keep this in. thing, or like, because wanna... here's the thing, Sam. Every intro you've ever done has been with us, has been candid. So I think I fucked up, like pretty much every one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is that yeah. a bit? Was it that would, a bit? That I it did? was more or less a bit. Um, even if it wasn't a bit, it became a bit. Yeah, it started genuine, and then. Um, hey, listeners, I bet you missed me. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> Either way, you're stuck with me for this episode, eh? Yeah, Sam is back. He's back. He's back, and I'm, back. I'm on the saddle. Yep, I'm actually your host, Dane, tonight. But I wanted Sam to do this. It's actually I'm really glad you suggested doing that. And of course, Will. Hey, it's me. It's uh, you, and I'm here as well. Um, the old crew, we're eh? Back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One of these days, we'll get Taylor in here too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, then it'll be the original four. Mm-hmm. Was that Diceology or was that the podcast before Diceology? That was the one before. But a little bit of both. A little bit of yeah. both. I mean, you two kind of were the brains behind Diceology. Or no, level one. To begin with. Well, and kind and of Diceology. And then Diceology, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you were the one who were who was like the one who was like, we only get a first episode once. And to be fair, the first episode of Diceology, the first one in the feed is like, 20 times better than the first one in level one like i loved the stuff we yeah i love some of the stuff we did in level one but it's like we improved we got better do you have a name do you have you developed a name for the fan base of diceology yet the dicers oh Oh, yeah that's it diceologists (laughs) i kind of like that (laughs) (laughs) hey all you diceologists out there (laughs) now i'm just imagining like all of our listeners like Picking out rocks like a geologist, <laughs> but like pulling dice out of them, uh-huh. and like Sorry, while listening to our show, chiseling perfect yeah. dice. Mm-hmm. Out of the rock. Yeah, they all wear uh, tan uh, button-up shirts and those like stupid hats. Yeah, those, like stupid like safari bowl hats. So like mm-hmm. paleontologists. Yeah, yeah. Most of them look like Indiana Jones, but oh, maybe archaeologists. Mm-hmm. Well, not more handsome actually. You are all gorgeous, and don't you forget it. But anyways, uh, welcome to our anthology uh, of Anna Landon's uh, games. I, I'm not 100% sure if this is going to be the first of Anna Landon's anthology or not, but uh, in case it is, we decided that one thing we wanted to do with these with these shorter anthologies was highlight one really great creator. 
Uh, Anna's games are fantastic. You in Eleven Jump Gates, we played Signal to Noise, which was really beautiful, and so we picked out a few games to play. And so the one we have for tonight is uh, Bottled Cities, which is a fantasy um, city building game. And it was made for uh, the Jam Jar Game Jam. And you can find it on analandon.itch.io. Uh, It'll be a link in the description for sure. And you please check out these games. We love them enough, or I love them enough, that we're going to have good foley this episode. Um, <laughs> a lot of dice foley. Yes. For all of you who like to hear the dice hitting the table. Yeah. So, anyways, we love these games enough that we thought they deserved their whole, like, a whole season, basically. So, I think you should go check them out. Anyways, so I actually put the dice in a in a jam jar because on on her page for Bottled Cities, there are pictures of it. And I was just feeling mildly crafty while I was bored at work today. So, um, here we are. Wow. Jam jar. Um, <laughs> bored at work is a great name for a podcast. I bet you anything that is a podcast. Probably is. Yeah, it's got to be. That. No. Yeah. If not, you should make it, Sam. Yeah. I don't know what it would be about. Are you often bored at work? Often. <laughs> I, could it be... Okay, wait. Could it be uh, a show in which, um, like, you got... You recorded it while you were bored at work with, like, two or three other people? Like, everyone had their, like, own recording setups? Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we're going to get started here. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you guys didn't yeah. miss uh, not playing the game, because uh, <laughs> I'm really bringing that back to the table for you. <laughs> cool. So, um, basically, uh, the whole game is we map imaginary cities. We're going to unroll the blank map scroll, pour the jar of dice on it, leave them where they lie. They roll off. If they roll off, move them onto the scroll. If you start playing alone, which I am fortunately not, uh -huh. um, choose one die and start shaping your city. If you're playing with others, take turns. Each die decides one feature of your city. When you pick one, refer to the related table and mark it on your map. The game ends when you run out of dice. So, um, they come in like six. We're only going to be rolling six-sided dice. We're going to be starting with nine, and if we decide that these turns are too short, we're going to add three more at, in and keep going. Um, but we have places of power, people, landmarks, nature, trade, and traditions. So, Sam, I make you master of the booklet. That's a bad idea. <laughs> so, is it six? Six of these is a turn? Uh, no. Uh, one one of those is a turn. So when we roll, uh, they'll be kind of like they'll be placed on the map, and then we when you choose one, you pick it and you re-roll, and it gives you a prompt. Okay. Basically, well, I make you master of the jar wow. of dice to roll out. Dice the only thing I want to do is decide which ways are are we doing um, landscape on the map. I have unrolled the scroll. Yeah, let's do landscape. That might be better to view yeah, okay. how we're all sitting. Yep. All right, so I'm going to make this north. All right, well, here we go. Okay. okay. Is where they're located important on the... Um, that's where it's going to be. Um, so is this a turn? So, oh, so it's like these are where the cities will yeah. be? Yeah, this is where the city... In our... This is where each landmark will be in the city. Oh. oh. So what we're going to do is cool, um, cool. Okay. on each person's turn... They're gonna take a die, yeah, and then they're and so like let's say I take. We should a, post a picture of our map. At yes, the end of actually, everything. that's a great idea. I'm gonna take a picture right now, of where it, how we started, and we'll get we'll go as we go. So like let's say I picked two, this two here, then it would be people, 
and there's six options for prompts. And so I would roll that particular die again. We would do go through the prompt. If you want to have a scene there, mm. we can totally have a scene. And then you would mark on the map with like just like a little symbol cool. marking that thing. Um, so you rolled. Uh, Sam, do you want to take the first turn since you are master of the booklet? Or do you want me to go first so that we uh, can like ease you back in? It's been yeah, a minute. Yeah, ease me back in, okay. please. I'll, right. I'll play a side character. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, okay, we have, we do have one of everything. I think I'll take this three in the dead center of the map. So what's three, Sam? Three is landmarks. Okay. Um, Reroll your three and learn another detail. Okay. I got a three again. Double three. Double Holy three. ground. Ooh. What is... Revered. 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 <laughs> I was going to say revered. <laughs> revered. Um, okay. Um... Okay, so let's 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 talk a little bit about some like fantasy, some genre. Yeah, so it's definitely fantasy, but like, what sort of fantasy are we leaning? Are we going like, kind of like boots to the ground, like low magic sort of thing, or is this like a little more swashbuckly, high flying, sword and sorceries? Yeah, um, somewhere in between. I mean, we're building a city, right? So it's yes. got to be like a an area of knowledge, an area mm -hmm. of uh, potentially. Like, college maybe what if know. what if the library is sacred what if knowledge is sacred so like librarians are priests knowledge yeah okay i like that all right so the keepers of knowledge i'm now drawing harbingers of the brain <laughs> <laughs> Harbingers of the brain. where is that is that dead center Sewards it's dead center mind. All right. and i'm calling it um uh the library of holy texts um, which is just sort of a misnomer because, according to them, all texts are, in fact, holy. So, Will, do you want to be a student, like an, like an initiate, like the equivalent of, like, like lowest rung on the priesthood? Sure, an acolyte. An yeah, an initiate. acolyte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming in for the very first time. Mm -hmm. uh, is there, like, a library card system, do you think? Do you have to get, like, your holy library card to start? <laughs> yeah, how much is... So what is, uh... How good is the technology here is it just like a token like a little chit that i handed I, I i bet you you have like a you have like something to give me uh -huh. that i can make your library card yeah yeah this yeah. works really well because you guys are both librarians so i feel like yeah this life. in real life yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay so i'm like i'm picturing it's like it's hushed dead quiet maybe maybe some holy chanting in the yeah. distance well you'll have that in later i mean yeah. probably actually <laughs> Um, Some footsteps on the stone. Yeah. Every now and then. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then um, in you hop. Mm -hmm. How's how's that? I, I think I think uh, the, like it, this head librarian yeah, priest yeah. is like at the front desk, like magisterial and like overflowing, uh -huh. like definitely like, on a pedestal, like higher up, kind of staring yes. down, looking down. Giant feather, like ink. Feather yes. in hand that like yep. goes above his head when he writes, and like a big stamp of like overdue. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like scribble, 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 funk. Like, like just like, uh -huh. and then like just like sliding off, and it's like I don't think it says late. It says like sinned yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Banished. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Damned. <laughs> and I kind of shuffle over little by little, and you can hear the little pitter patter like. Because I imagine it's like this huge, 
huge <laughs> dome, room, like, yeah, yeah dome. marble, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And there's no books in there, but then there's like hallways leading off in yep. every direction. Those yep. go to the different wings for different sections. Mm-hmm. But it's like in there, it's just like you in the very center of this giant room. And so it's yep. just like my little sandals just flip flopping. Yeah, I finally go up and I slide. My character is very small. He's young. He slides his little token chip across the counter. Mm-hmm. I, I think that this like in like sort of like almost like a sweeping fashion, like this this priest he like takes the token and, and pulls it aside. Your name. Uh, uh my oh my name, uh, my name is um. Arno. <laughs> Fair fellow. Arno, fair felt two R's or one. Uh, in my first name or last name? Yes. <laughs> uh, one in both. Understood. And you wish to pledge yourself? I do. My mother needs cookbooks on fish recipes, and my father needs indoor restoration construction manuals. Understood. And you fully grasp the gravity of the decision you are making today. Uh, you live by the page until the final chapter. I swear by the text until the ink is dry. Understood. And then I think there's like a 30 minute process where he chips the fucking <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> library card out of stone uh-huh. for you. Like just like, so then it's like goes dead silent and it's just like, Um, and then he slides it down and he says level one privileges books are checked out two days um, two days at a time for now for you and um, feel free to use the study halls thank you sir thank you so much and then Arno sprints off into like one of the hallways alright I think that's a good scene scene. yeah it's a good scene (laughs) yep alright um, Sam, I think we're just gonna go. I think you're up next. Oh, I'm up next. Yeah, so you get to pick. Christ. Get to pick a die. Okay, sure. Do mm-hmm. I should I look first, or do I do I just pick? Uh, I don't know. I kind of picked a little at random there. Um, but I'll go with five. I don't know what five is. All right. Which one? Which one? Two there's two fives. Um, this one. Okay. All right. So to the west of the city center. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where the library of text is. Reroll your five and learn another detail. And what is the five again? Yeah, what's the section of the... Oh, trade. Oh, cool. Oh, trade. This feels right up your alley somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I was kind of hoping for that. Oh, another three. Uh, another three. Metals and ore. How are they mined? Ooh. Um, wow, that's really not what I was expecting. <laughs> I was thinking like docks, maybe. Oh, yeah, I was thinking water, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. I guess there could be a mountain there. Deep sea drilling. <laughs> could be. <laughs> or it could be underwater. It could be underwater ores. Like strange water metals. Um, Yeah. So this in... could be like, a, you know, the city is on an island and there's a mountain in the center of the city. Or a mountain on the west part of the city or something. Yeah. So I'm actually going to go a really odd direction. And uh, oh. it's the ores come from fish. So there's rock fish. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Do you you want to draw or do you want me to keep drawing? You should draw. I'll keep drawing. Okay. So there's a bay. And there's like, there's docks. And... I was thinking more like, you know, come around there. You know what I'm saying? Well, 
there's stuff up here, and we don't well, know what that is. It could be ocean stuff. I guess it could be on ocean show. I have an eraser. It's going to be okay. <laughs> we'll just call this... We could call it, in air quotes, Mine of Rockfish. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I really like this. Um, so I guess let's play the scene. Uh, basically, like... Most of most of like how the lower class lives is like they go mining, mm-hmm. uh, which is essentially fishing. Cool. Uh, and there's real fish in there too. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you have to get rid of. You have to find a way to get rid of the real fish. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> and hey, maybe that's why Arno's mom wants cookbooks on how to cook fish. Yeah. Because so, her her husband brings home so much fish from the mines every day, uh, like yeah, so much yeah. real fish. Yeah. That she's like, I got to get rid of all of this. Yeah, because the entire town's economy is built on these rockfish, which okay. are a pretty rare item. They don't okay. exist everywhere. So. You know, they spend a lot of resources fishing, uh-huh. but they get a lot of and other fish. And I like the idea that somebody in this scene is a sushi restaurant owner um, <laughs> who is trying to bargain a price with uh, head of head of fishing or mining in this case. So would you uh, describe what a rockfish is? Is it like a sentient, like animated thing? Or is it just like the term they use for what they no, pull up from the ocean floor? It's a sentient rockfish. So it's like, okay. so is it made out of rock? Yeah, it's made out of rock. Does it look like um, it's like a golem? A have golem, you seen? But... Have you seen coelacanth fish? No. Yes. No. Are those like? They're... It looks like that one Pokemon. <laughs> Rylacanth is the the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Okay, so these fish were like, uh, we found fossils of, and we Ooh. thought that they were extinct, and then they got pulled up in the ocean, like. In and around Africa, I believe. Yeah, that so except like, like more textured with like bumps and stuff on it, and like you know different shapes. Like, like you can have like a like oh a swordfish, rockfish. Like yeah. you get you get a different ore from that than you do for like a uh, like a salmon rockfish or whatever it might be. Right, and so like, do you occasionally get like some like you know how like uh, like oysters will sometimes have pearls? Are there some rockfish that like? You crack them open and their guts are like full of gems, oh, basically. Yeah. Or or you split them open and it's like a geode inside. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So like, so most of them you get smelted down into like iron, basically, yeah, yeah. and then like the 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 rare ones you and then there's yeah. the geode. That's yeah, super like, cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. your family will like be fine for like a year or two years if you pull up like a a good sized like yeah okay mm-hmm. rockfish so who's who's uh the the mine foreman so to speak uh-huh the, and who's the sort of who's captain of the mines i'll yeah. be i'll be the mine i'll be the i'll be like the head of a fishing company okay okay <laughs> of a rock fishing company yeah rockfish co what is, <laughs> Wait, i'm trying to think of a good name here stonefish uh, brothers yeah stonefish <laughs> brothers i like that <laughs> and Will, do you want to be the sushi chef? Sure, I'll be the sushi chef. Do you, want to be, chef. do you want to be my brother? I can be the other brother of Stonefish Brothers. <laughs> do we have the name of our city, or do we come up with that at the very end? I think we should come up with that at the name of the very at the very end. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna add Stonefish Brothers as a boat, like just like boop on the map here. There yeah. we go. My uh, sushi restaurant is called Sushi on the Rocks. Is it near the docks? That's so good, it's, man. It's sushi on the rocks, and then in uh, quotations, like the sub caption is near the docks. Sushi on the rocks, near the docks. <laughs> oh man, I love I I love this idea of these mythical rock fish. Uh huh. This is great. Okay, this is, and 
Yeah, you want to you want to set the scene. I imagine it's some. Yeah. It's kind of like early evening, almost nighttime. So there's like little paper lanterns coming on, and like string string candles and torches being lit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like whereas in me and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Tommy and Timmy, uh, the Rockfish <laughs> Brothers. I'm Tommy. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're sitting we're sitting uh-huh. next to like three huge bags of fish. And, like, there's kind of tourists smelling around. The bay is very beautiful. The sun's kind of setting. Yeah. Uh, have we have we sorted out, like, the first half of the day is fishing, and then the second half of the day is sorting out the rockfish from... The flesh fish. From the flesh fish. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't like that phrase, but okay. <laughs> rockfish from flesh it's, fish. It's the rockfish and the rawfish, which causes a little misnomer, because yeah. you're not hearing really closely. You yeah. might buy a rawfish when you mean to buy a rockfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it causes some confusion. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's, like, multiple companies out there selling, and they're all in, you know, haggling uh, mm-hmm. discussions with various homeowners, yeah, yeah, people yeah. like that. There's just way too much fish, really, to go around completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are eating fish at my restaurant. They're sitting down. I like to think my restaurant is kind of an upper class joint. It's actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. People are sitting around square tables and they have like, you know, warm drinks of like tea or sake in their hands. And, you know, it's like a nice atmosphere. Someone's playing some nice music. And then you guys are like covered in brine and mud. And <laughs> a day's catch. Just like standing in the middle of my sushi house trying to haggle with me. Look, Tommy, Timmy, I'm going to tell you this one time. I'm not buying fish from you anymore, okay? It's done. Your fish is no good. You don't take care of any of your fish, raw fish or rock fish. It's not like the people that go to your restaurant would tell the difference. Are you kidding me? I had a customer bite into a beautiful red snapper that I prepared, and she cracked her tooth on a ruby the size of a child's hand. You're goddamn lucky. You understand? (gasps) Timmy. They got a fucking ruby? We should have kept that. Yeah, well, she swallowed it and nearly choked. I, you know what it looks like for me to do the Heimlich on one of my own customers in the middle of a crowded restaurant on a Friday night? Terrible. Exactly. <laughs> it comes out the other end. And you she's rich. Oh, you're, she's a lucky lady. I wish it came out the other end. It came out the top end. All over my brand new pressed suit. Silk. Well, ain't you lucky to have <laughs> a suit? Now look at us. We're out here breaking our yeah, back every you. single day. And what do you do? Playing with your knives? Those knives. Making little rice rolls. Well, yes, that's what you. That's how one prepares sushi, exactly. What are you, playing with your fishing rods? Have you ever even read the book Deadliest Rock? No. About the fishermen? Everyone, everyone knows that it's chronically checked out at the Library of Holy Texts. Yeah, I'm on a waiting list that's three years <laughs> long to check it out. Well, you better say your prayers. <laughs> I do every day. get a night. damn bootleg copy. So you fucking buying anything or not? All right. Uh, how much undesirable raw fish did you get in the catch that you got the rockfish that you like? Uh, about five bags. Five bags, and the bags are like huge, yeah. just like giant nets, and it's just the smell of like starting to <laughs> rot fish in the street. Okay, I'll buy two bags of your disgusting fish, but if I find any precious gems or minerals, I'm keeping them. Okay, it's that's buyer beware. That's your fucking right. I don't understand what the problem is here, Tommy. What, what is wrong with you? I, I don't get it either. I mean, this man, he opens this restaurant four years ago. He doesn't even bother to understand the culture of the rock fishing. 
anything, I saw a need. I saw a lot of fish. This you, before I got here, this fit this street used to be littered with dead fish. You couldn't walk anywhere without putting your foot inside the carcass of a bloated, rotting fish. Well, there's four other sushi restaurants now too. Exactly, and there's not enough customers to meet the amount of fish that we get. If anything, we have to be subsidized by the city government just to take the fish off the streets. He does have a point there. Fine. All right. What are we talking? All right. You guys got to cut me a deal here, okay? Especially after I paid all those dentist's fees. They should have paid their own damn dentist's fees. Yeah, well, I'm liable. If a customer eats a ruby that instead of like a red snapper... You don't make them sign a contract before exactly. they come you to your make restaurant? Them sign a it contract. is my problem. Well, that's why we have the contract now. Okay, good. All right. Now, can I get you guys anything to eat? Actually, that would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. okay, but like three bars of silver a piece per bag? All right, I can do three bars of silver for per bag? Per bag. All right, but give me give me a throw in a third bag for one bar. All right, I get, we can throw in we, a third yeah, bag. Yeah, we can throw we in, can a, third throw in a third bag. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, okay. You guys got yourself the deal. Take a, take a seat at a booth that's kind of away from the rest of the crowd. <laughs> hey, listen, we, we take no offense, okay? We take no offense. We, we know how we smell. We know. Is that scene? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that was great. <laughs> Tommy and Timmy, the brothers fish. Uh, okay, Will, it's your turn. My turn? Yep. Mm, I'm very tempted by this one that's like way out on the very far east. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, do we, we might want to save that for something, so... I'll do, um, let's see, let's go, let's travel a little north from the mine of rockfish on the bay. Okay. Uh, and let's go up to this, um, let's go up to this four. Let's okay. Let's go up to this four that's kind of in the northwest corner. So you grab that four. Yeah. What do we got for fours? Four is nature. Oh. Reroll your four and learn another detail. Okay. Two. A garden or park. Oh, what grows nice. here? Mm, okay. Mm, that is nice. Gardener Park. I kind of like my idea of a mountain on near where the city is. So I, I don't know if it's like a huge mountain, but it is like one of the highest points in uh, in the city. And I think it's kind of like a little like nature refuge. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like a peaceful area. It's got like long grasses. Who can access it? Nice trees. Um, I think the I I would like to think this. Okay, mm -hmm. gross. I think the bottom levels of the mountain are a uh, are open to the public, mm -hmm. and they're very beautifully maintained. You know, there's a flower garden, there's you know a tree grove, there's um, you know all these all these different parts for people to like enjoy. There's an area where kids can play, playgrounds, etc. And the higher you go up, I think there is like a royal family. Or like oh. some nobility, and they're not—they don't hold necessarily a lot of power or anything. It's like a largely ceremonial role, but I think that up at the top is like this really beautiful, like old, you know, castle slash palace. It's not really military or anything, mm -hmm. um, and it's at the—it's at the very top. And I like to think that in the in this world of these scenes that we're doing, we've traveled from evening to night, yeah. And now the like young prince or princess of this like royal family is like out on the balcony, like looking over the city, mm -hmm. and I think she is growing, or or he is growing this like uh, this like really old, beautiful tree, and is like pruning it and like taking care of it out like on the front steps. 
Can I add a couple of accent pieces? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, both Mm -hmm. of you can. Yeah, I like the idea of like, there's like guests, there's like a few guests over that are kind of milling around. There's like fencing practice happening like behind Mm -hmm. the background. Mm -hmm. So you can Mm -hmm. hear like the, the clatter of like blades and like the distant like uh, discipline, disciplining of one of the fencers or something like that going on in the background as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I add a thing to the scene? Yeah, yeah. And add... How do so? I, I'd like to add an element of like magic here. Oh, cool! Okay. Of like why this prince is like taking such care of this tree mm-hmm. is that it's growing into a dryad's tree. Mm. Um, it's a dryad's tree. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so a dryad. I'll say that for because I know what it is, but maybe the, <laughs> maybe the audience doesn't. So, so a dryad is a essentially sort of a a fae a, a nymph, and so like the dryad is is a is a sort of like a type of person. It's like a tree person. Oh. Um, and they have a root tree that is sort of their body. Cool. Um, and so if something happens to the tree, something happens to the dryad. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Like but they can like move it. around. Yes. They can leave the tree, but if something happens to the tree. So it's like that thing from Skyrim that is, uh, escaping me. Um, kind of. Yes. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Um, the tree in white run. No, the no. plant, the plant creature that attacks you in Skyrim. Yeah. I know oh, what you're talking about. Out of wood. Yeah. Spriggan. Oh, Spriggan. Spriggan. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so a dryad is, well, a Spriggan is like a dryad. Um, <laughs> the same thing. Synonym. Yes. <laughs> sort of. In Skyrim, Spriggans are like monsters. Like they're yeah. seemingly a bit mindless. Um, dryads have personalities. More sentient. Deep, uh, they're people. They're like straight up yeah, people. Yeah. So yeah. Who's, uh, Sam, do you want to be like one of the fencers maybe? Yeah, sure. I'll be one of the fencers. Do you want to be the prince? I can be the prince, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who is, who is, who, wait, well, who are you? I'll be the queen mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, the queen mother. Is I like, see, yeah. okay. So I think the prince is like, as you said, he's like dutifully caring for this and mm-hmm. probably shirking on what is supposed to be fencing practice, yeah, practice yeah. and is like probably like having a little conversation with the tree quietly mm. um, and is just like, don't worry, it's, it's not going to hurt. I just... If you if we let it grow, it's gonna. It's like cutting your fingernails. Yeah, this is yeah, this is what what he's doing. And since it's so small, this would be like a child dryad, Uh basically. And like we could see her face for a second, and then as the queen mother approaches, Mm. probably with this fencer, like she shrinks into the tree and disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother, hi. Are you quite ready for the fencing tournament next morrow? Sure. Well, I see that you haven't <laughs> been practicing this week, and uh, Sergeant Flickerborn over mm. here has been missing you quite much, especially on our morning 10-mile runs. Why are we paying Flickerborn so much for the privilege of teaching my beautiful sons if my sons, plural, are not attending his teachings? Mother, I've told you. Silence, Phalamus. You're not a disappointment to me. Lest you keep speaking. I'm sorry, brother. In which case you might say something. Ceramus, you spend all your time with this tree. You're my eldest son. I need you to be able to do all the duties of court when we entertain. It's important. Mother, the tree is important. It's important important to you. No, it's important to everyone. Ceramus, do you find the tree important? Don't look at Ceramus, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mother... I tend to think that Ceramus might have uncovered talents that we did not know existed, such as gardening. 
Or reading, maybe. The royal fa- Reading? <laughs> you know those imbeciles down at the Library of Holy Texts have wrenched power away from this family. If it wasn't for reading, we would still be in charge here, ruling for another thousand years. So don't speak to me of reading. Mother, do not worry. I will, I will best the Bethards at the tournament tomorrow. You better best those Bethards. <laughs> Why not have Thalamus be in charge? You know that's not how this works. I don't want this. I don't want this. You mean to abdicate your duties? I would. Do you love them? Ceramus, do you love this family? Don't look at (laughs) Falmus. Look at me. Why is that so funny? I thought that bit is just like so good. Something about that bit is so funny. Because I feel like I'm really getting reprimanded. I I don't mean I do. I do. I love you very much and and Falamus very much too, but we we have different talents. He's right. Why not let him Take my place, and I could take the more secondary role. Thelemus has already taken your place in as many things as he can. When it comes for the noble families to joust and fence, Thelemus is the one that we nominate. When it comes from who can dance the best with the fairest maidens at the ball, Thelemus steps forward. When it comes to who can do the greatest preening and preaching and singing and belching at feasts, once again, Thelemus steps forward. But, Ceramus, a time will come when you must assume the title of king. It's what your father would have wanted. I don't think so. Listen, Ceramus. Father didn't talk to me. Ceramus, your father never looked at either of you. It's because I told him not to. He was to only have eyes for me. And he did his duties as was asked. And on his deathbed, he hoped that you two would also do your duties. And that's why, in one week... All of the noble families will be coming to our beautiful city, and all of the eligible bachelor sons will be trying for your hand, Ceramus. Okay? You are to wed someone from a powerful family, whoever it is you desire, as long as they're noble. And then the city will finally have a strong unionist figurehead. And I can't pawn Thelemus off on some family. No one wants a second-born son. Apologies, Mother? <laughs> um, you know how I feel about the second son. Listen, you are the second son, Thelemus, okay? So you gallivant with Flickerboard, and you fence, and you marry some beautiful uh, countess or lady at the ball that you find, all right? And I'm sure she will be very pleasing and will be a good relationship for our family. But Ceramus's marriage and union is the most important one. As you see it, I shall get back to fencing. Very good, very good. And Ceramus, you shall also get back to fencing. I'm not finished. In a week, your tree will have reached maturity, and then it will live a thousand years and a thousand more as a beautiful ent, oak, whatever thing, and it will have its full run of the grounds. But I want your mind completely off of it by then, okay? You say goodbye to the tree at that point. Do you understand me? I understand you, Mother. All right. Now, one final pruning, and then you're going to get pruned by a sword. Not really. I mean, they're dull, but I'm trying to be clever here, boys. (laughs) 
I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to three. He's like, I'm trying to be clever. <laughs> I think Ceramis goes off and finds another quiet place to prune. <laughs> well, I think the queen mother retreats, so you're yep. still with the tree, and then she kind of, like, walks away. Yeah. I think Ceramis, like, goes over to, to Phalamus, and I think Phalamus knows the secret. Very good. Flickerborn is. <laughs> I think Flickerborn is kind of bumbling, and he's getting like stabbed a bunch. You of don't players. have it like you used to, old man. Palamus, <laughs> can I talk to you for a minute? One second. Ah. I must. Yeah, I must call the timeout. Oh. I must call a uh, ceasefire. Wait. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, a pause would be a good idea, young young Felimus, sir. Flickerborn, you don't move like you used to. <laughs> Yes, one too many fencing injuries, I think. <laughs> well, I can't be blamed for how talented I am. <laughs> you're just like fighting a 65-year-old man. Like <laughs> I like to think that you're like an old sergeant. Like, yeah, so you're yeah, not yeah. like, you're in like the 40s. Yeah. I think you're definitely a good fencer, but... Yeah, he's <laughs> so past his prime. Yeah, yeah. He's like very winded. Yes? I think I'm going to run away. Are you guys out on the balcony? Yes. Like, like the, the stars are out, the city is below. Yep. Someone is like playing loot music like up in a room somewhere. Well, Ceramus, gone is the time that I can reprimand you for your actions. In fact, that was never a time because I'm younger than you. <laughs> you were always the responsible one. I need you to cause a scene. A scene, you say? Yep. When well. Heldris and I will escape, Pat's the pot. Eldris? Heldris. Can you carry that pot? Yep. Have I, you tried? I think he's. Are you I've holding been practicing. It? Yes, currently holding it. <laughs> Can you does a couple oh, squats? Yeah, yeah okay. does a couple squats to prove. <laughs> Just a boy in his tree. <laughs> well, Samus, this is goodbye, brother. I wish you the best, and uh, may you come visit one day. After mother has passed. Yes, you will be missed until then. <laughs> I think I think Ceramus like waits with like I think this has been a long term plan has like a sack prepared uh-huh. and all this oh, and just that's really... waiting for Phalamus to like yeah, yeah. honestly that's kind of cute the thought of Ceramus with like a backpack and then the tree like sticking out yeah. the top yeah. of it or yeah. something or like a little baby Bjorn on front <laughs> yeah what's the name of the fencer fencing instructor again uh, Flickerborn Flickerborn yeah Flickerborn is like in the corner like wheezing like wiping sweat from his forehead <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like chugging ice water that the servants are bringing him. And he's like, oh, another round, sire. Um, just a moment. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to do here. <laughs> Don't worry, Master Ceramis, I'll be fighting you shortly too. And then I Take your time. The servants are coming over. They want to see if they want to fit some armor on Ceramis and stuff. <laughs> One of the serving girls goes up to Phalamus and is like, Phalamus, you're such a good fencer. Please, beat this geriatric 65-year-old senior citizen into submission. We'd be ever so impressed. Thank you, my dear. I, I am quite aware of my fencing talents. Surely you'll uh, defeat Dractorian. He's the finest fencer of all the noble families. He'll be here in a week. He's never been bested. Yes, Dractorian Bethard, my arch enemy. In fact, I'm getting so riled up about him, just thinking about his face, 
that I think I'll destroy the 65 year old man in anger. I don't want to do that. That's the thing. I'm trying to okay, think of I'm something sorry. else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. No, Thalamus would not do that. He's a good guy. I know he is. It's got to be like a fixed chandelier or like something. All right. Flitwick. Are you? Is that his name? No, Flickerborn. Flickerborn, Flitwick, whatever your name might be. Are you ready for another duel? Uh, um, uh, I suppose, yes, uh, I suppose so. Okay. You young whippersnapper, you. All right, put him up, put up your dukes, let's get it on. Uh, so Falmus uh, steps back um, and gets into a position, and then he, like, leaves himself, like, open for a shot that he usually, like, he pulls oh, his card okay. at the last second. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Flickerborn can't believe his luck. Yeah. Oh! Flickerborn, you've got me. <gasps> the serving girls. Oh run. my goodness. Felimus, Felimus. They run to you. I don't know if I can fence Dractorium. In the morrow's contest. <laughs> Somebody. Ceramus calls the medic. out. Mother, mother, Falimus is wounded. <gasps> my Falimus, my sweet Falimus. The queen mother comes <laughs> rushing down. No. Oh, nobody look at him. <laughs> nobody look at him while he's injured. No, you must look at me. <laughs> So when I win... No, everyone look at me. Everyone look at me, please. <laughs> so, I win, so when I win in the morrow, you will know the feat that I have accomplished. So Ceramis gives like a thumbs up from like the doorway. and like, Oh the, my goodness! Like double thumbs up. And then the little the little dryad, she like appears out of her tree and also gives a little thumbs up to, Fal- to Falamis. The pain! And then they're gone. <laughs> it is... That's sweet. It's subsiding. <laughs> I'm slightly... I think I'm going to make it, but I cannot fence anymore tomorrow, and I might only be able to make a seven-mile run. <laughs> <laughs> and then we slowly fade away from, yep. the, from the palace. 